0: Testing out. Nah, we rolling. Oh, we rolling. We rolling. We in cheer. See what I'm doing? 21 questions. Episode 21. <laughs> I see that. I see that. This is, bro. It's a throwback off a classic. Yeah, man.
1: This 50, bro. It's a throwback off a classic, no this doubt. This is when he was the hottest nigga in the streets. You couldn't say shit, shit. about 50 no questions. Boy. G in it the whole Yeah, boy. I actually just recently heard a
0: track with Lloyd Banks on. I was like, fuck, nigga, Lloyd, Lloyd Banks still out here? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? We were just, uh, Keith just asked me what's the first CD I ever purchased for myself, uh-huh. and it was Lloyd Banks' Hunger for More. It wasn't the first CD that I owned, but it was the first the one, one that, that I bought, bought with, with my band, money. yeah. What was, I don't think I can remember my
1: first one. It might have been Buster Rhymes' Big Bang. hmm It might have been, nah, nah. I'm sure when I first got the 6-2, I bought some R&B shit and was playing it in You bought it. a
0: bunch of stuff. You went and bought I, Yeah, uh, I
1: went and bought a gang of bought, CDs when purple, I got that card. You went
0: and got Purple Haze. Yeah. He went and got the Carter 2 He went and got Chicken and Beer And whatever, ooh, whatever the boy. most recent Ludacris album was At the time, I forget the name of it Chicken and Beer, boy, that album was so good um, you that, had, your, your Serato was pretty nice, Yeah, bro. man 62 yeah, had the bangers <laughs> then, then I let, oh, we should
1: have talked about that last week Then I let Jesse Brawl on when he had the pro oh, yeah. And he had the door he couldn't lock it. Yeah. Oh, my CDs got stolen I out forgot of shit I about
0: that
1: I was hot I when he told me that He was like, that. bro, somebody took that shit up out of there Like, what you mean took that shit up out of there? <laughs> you should have took the CDs with your ass up out of there when you got out the car. Yeah, man, man, man. Yeah, because I mean, my car was down and he didn't have no he didn't. he just got his shit and he didn't have no CDs or nothing. Uh-huh. That, back when you needed a CD. When you needed that CDs. That was for show, sure but niggas when had, had the it. then when you was the hot nigga when you had the uh when you had the disc changer in your whip, Mm-mm. you was the hot nigga in the streets. I remember uh Jasmine Jasmine uh Hester had the CD changer in the gallant. You know, we used to always roll around after summer school and shit. Thought we was, well, I was like, oh, we was rolling. We was in her car. We oh, was lit.
0: <laughs> we was lit, lit. We was lit because it was like a bigger car. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was like, a
1: bigger car. sat a little low in the seat. It was
0: like, yeah, what's up, nigga? Yeah. What's up, nigga? I'm here. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> family Room Podcast, episode 21. 21. 21. 21. KG number. I'm Mike Rome. Stefano. We back in here for another week. Another conversation. Same family, different room. We in Escondido this time.
1: Yeah, hot ass Escondido. It's hot yeah, the motherfuck and outside, boy.
0: For me to have lived here for what seventeen years. Yeah, man. When I come every time, like I pull in, cause you know if you pull in like, even with the windows up and the AC on. Oh yeah. You don't even notice it, mm-hmm. and then you stop the car and jump out, and be like, man, I Yo. forgot how it, how it gets out here.
1: I was telling Darius, cause he ain't experienced the heat heat like that yet. Mm-hmm. It ain't been hot like that since he been living out here. And the other day, he was like, hey, man, it was kind of warm. It was like 80-something, like like mid, mid-high mid 80s and shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, man, I might like it when it's 100-something out here. It ain't that bad. I was like, ha! Nigga, you, you have no idea. He was like, what you talking about? I was like, fam, you're going to wake up, and it's going to be 84.
0: Esco got that dry, like miserable
1: heat. Take your life from you heat. Like, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Okay, cause a bunch of people don't know where Escondido is. So... Most people been in Vegas. It's like Vegas not without the fun. Not quite. Not it's fun. about the you just not outside as much. Cause in Vegas, you outside you coming Vegas in. For and,
0: sure gets hotter.
1: No, it definitely gets hotter, but I'm trying to give us a comparison for somebody that may not have been in Escadito. Like, it's it's Vegas-ish type heat. Like, it's not like, oh, it's a nice day outside, let me go sit in the sun. No. The sun is going to blister your fucking skin. It's hot. I don't know. Hell no. Nah, it's perfect. Yeah, that's when Darius was like, I was like, okay, fam. Okay, fam. And I don't even know. I don't even, I ain't even looked at the temperature today. But it's just one of them days where the sun just seemed like it's right on your back. hmm And it just won't leave you alone. Like, it's just touching your shoulder all day. Like, hey, hey, hey. Every time you open a every time you open a door from
0: some AC outside, it just take your breath away. It's that kind of hot. And I'm fan. So how's how's your week been as you've been trying to persevere through this heat? I mean, the beginning of the
1: week wasn't crazy hot, but my week, uh, man. I think me and wifey are just we're ready. We're ready for a break, man. We can't wait to the family to the family reunion, bro. We both count down to the days the days where we we got that time off for the family reunion. I'm ready for. Running around this AAU stuff, <sighs> I'm, I'm I'm ready for a break. My my week was cool, but I'm ready for a break. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to just be chilling. Ain't got nothing necessarily to do. Just ready to be chilling. I feel it, bro. How's your week, bro?
0: Well, believe- we always say we always say how's your weekend. We mm-hmm. like, but- well, today we recording we recording on a Saturday. Yeah. And so normally we've had the whole, the whole weekend. Weekend. It's yeah. like Sunday evening, Sunday yeah. afternoon. So we've had the whole weekend. And now we kind of like what? Midway through the weekend, I guess. Yeah. My week was my week was decent. I uh I had a headache all week, bro. All week. Uh, stayed home from work. It 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 hit me. I think first Saturday night. Got a little. Sunday was cool. I had a headache Sunday, but I pushed through it. I was cool, and then woke woke up Monday, and I was in a lot of pain. So I stayed home from work. And then went to work Tuesday with the headache still. I was like, I mean, it's just it's just summer camp. I could thug it out. That was a bad idea. That made it worse. So then I came, uh, stayed home on Wednesday and Thursday. And because it was the third day, I had to go to the doctor and get a note. The doc she in there asking me all these questions. I was like, look, check this out. I know exactly why my head is hurting. I need a note. I'm just here because I need a note. <laughs> yes, I need the note. She was like, "Oh, okay, wait." And then she still had to do a doctor thing. Like, yeah, well, she still well, had to do a job. Like, oh, well, why do you think? I was yeah. like, I haven't been drinking enough water and I haven't been getting enough rest.
2: Yeah.
0: She's like, "Why is that?" I was like, "I've just been working a lot." She's like, "Oh, okay." She's like, well, are you going to promise that she get some rest and drink some water?" All that. Where's like, the yeah. note? I was like, yeah, "Yeah, let me get this note, man." then I've been, I've been trying. I, I would be resting if I didn't have to come get this
1: note. Yeah, I'm actually right now. So could you give me? A I'm note not so sipping
0: can... water because I'm talking to you.
1: Yeah, like Get really, milk, I, had a,
0: I had a I had a bottle of water with me. Like I'm, <laughs> I know I know. Exactly I very much could deal. be
1: drinking this, which I mean, which resting all that brings up
0: some men. Like I it. wanted to ask you, but I'm sorry, not to cut yeah. you off. I wanted to ask you, and I haven't been resting because I've been working a lot. Whether I'm out, even if it's not a paid gig, whether I'm out getting better, you know, yeah. being able to post pictures that I can promote myself, or I'm actually working, or I'm home editing, I haven't been sleeping very much. Yeah. And I feel like at this stage in the game, like I'm really trying to build something. And I feel like at this stage in the game, there's no such thing as overworking. Of course, wifey
1: disagrees. I disagree with that. I was literally just about to say, I was talking to Kevin about this earlier. And him with his injuries, right, like he's he's had a bad go at the luck lately. Mm-hmm. Got in a car accident, then he got in another accident, now now he got like he's really hurt. He's down, he's gonna be out of work for mm-hmm. a little bit. But he's having to learn, because of his injuries, how to move at a different pace. He got he needs help with everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, literally everything. Mm-hmm. So he's having to move at a way slower pace, which you know is hard for him. Right. Um, just so y'all know, Kevin's one of them people, like, from the moment he wake up to the time he go to sleep, he's trying to get something done. He's trying to be productive for yeah. all he doesn't. He doesn't want to hear, he doesn't want to hear, I didn't have enough time, or I went and did this. He'll book three things at the same time and just be like, well, I'll get two of the three done. You know what I'm saying? So he's having to learn how to move at a different pace. And I was telling him, man, like... More than money, more than building your brand and all that. While all of that is important, and while you do that, and it's super important that you grind as hard as you can. It is equally as important as you, that you get some R and R, that you get some rest, that you get some relaxation. What I tell him all the time is fun. You know what I'm saying? You need to have that balance. You know what I mean? At some point, you're gonna be work. You're always probably gonna be working way more than you're relaxing. Mm-hmm. But it's important to have those little pissed offs. It's important to have those days where you don't got necessarily nothing to do. Or you got something to do and you can't put it off. That's not being lazy. That's taking care of yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, so all the entrepreneurs out there, everybody that's trying to do something like on their own outside of your nine to five because that takes a certain amount of energy. It's super important that you rest and recharge your body, like revitalize yourself. Stop, have a day with your friends, have a din, have a dinner date or something like that. Like, do something to where like you're enjoying the process of your grind. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just grinding and grinding and grinding to wear you out. The grind's gonna wear you out anyway. If you're having a little bit of fun, those are those little recharges, those are those little pit stops that you could get, it's like to keep you going.
0: It's funny. I, I don't know where I heard it at, but I heard somebody saying that Warren Buffett says something like, "Like imagine a scenario where you get whatever car you want. Like you get to have that car. Mm-hmm. Like you get to have that car forever, but you never get to change it out for any other car. That's the one car. No matter what it is, that's the one car you get." how would you treat it? How much would you service it? How often would you take it <laughs> yeah, to the shop? And he was like, think about your body the same way. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, dang, that's real.
1: Yeah, Which is dangerous because there's a lot of people that get too far on the other side of that line mm-hmm. where they're doing damn near more re- resting and relaxing than they're doing actually grinding and getting, getting to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's important to have a balance. I'm not saying it's a 50-50 balance. It depends on your grind. Mm-hmm. Like, both of us are doing multiple things outside of our jobs. Mm-hmm. Outside of our jobs that pays a bulk of the bills or pays all the bills or whatever we got hustles we got grinds like i'm a coach and all this other stuff outside that you got your camera work you got a couple different shows you're producing all of that stuff it's still important to rest Mm -hmm. that stuff's gonna get done you have a passion you have a grind like you you have a plan for all of that that stuff's gonna get done are you gonna be able to execute that a year from now because if you're working you don't take care of your body like Mm -hmm. I mean, we all work, and it's like, damn, I forgot to eat, or damn, I need to get something to eat, you know what I mean, or whatever, like, all of that. But I'm talking about, like, I've seen the homie work himself to where, like, he's sick, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or he's working and getting not enough rest for the amount of work he's doing.
0: I think that's what I've been doing recently. I got, like, I had, like, my stomach was hurting at first, like, Sunday night, Monday morning, my stomach was hurting. Like, I had a little, like, my nose was a little stuffy, and I had the headache, of course. But everything, everything went away except the headache, and that stayed. And I already, I already knew what it was. And it's funny, like when I get like, like tension, like I get migraines anyway. I got that from mom, but I get like, I get tension headaches. And like when yeah. I get those, it's like it comes from not enough rest and too much stress. And I already know what it is because it's, it's weird. Like a tension headache for me is like, it almost feels like my head is soft. Yeah. Like bro, like just like readjusting my hat to the touch makes it worse, yeah. bro.
1: It's like it's tender. Mm-mm. No, I and, feel. And when I, get I, when,
0: when I first like figured out that's what it was, like headache, headaches would not go away no matter what. I'm taking pills. And you know, I don't even like those. I'm taking pills, still going not go. The doctor, like, you know, what I'm saying, was like pressing on my neck and on my shoulders and stuff. He was like, "Yeah, man, you're really tight." He's like, "You need to go and get a massage." And like, he's yeah. like, "I don't know what your life is like, but if you could take some days off from work, mm-hmm. he was like, you 'You're really, really tight, bro.' That's the
1: stuff. Rest. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Like, if you could, if you have, if you long have the financial ability to to set up and pay for or get a membership to like a spa or something so you can have regular massages that's that would be a lifesaver for you man if you out here on your ground that is super important just that little stuff look i feel taller after i get a massage bro i feel taller like i just i feel better about myself all of that and it's and it's a good recharge you know what i mean like I don't think that I don't think that enough people realize just the the stress and the stuff of just the everyday hustle and bustle. Like, damn, I sound old. Hustle and bustle, but just like people don't realize like the stress of all that over time. you doing, you get in your routine, you get in your groove, and you just. You do what you gotta do to get through your routine. You know what I mean. You wake up, you go to work, you, you pick up your kids, or you go to the gym, or you do whatever. You come home, you go to sleep, you shower you shower, go to sleep, eat whatever you gonna do, and then you wake up and you do it all again. And then you get in this groove of just doing. You damn near on autopilot.
2: Mm-hmm. But you
1: don't. But you don't necessarily notice. Like, damn man, I'm getting wore down, or damn, like my head hurt a little bit more than it did yesterday. And by by the time you really get to it, get to taking care of yourself because you're so worried about the grunt, you got a migraine. You know what I'm saying? Or or you got to go, like, call in a day. You know what I mean? Take a mm-hmm. mental health day. Like, mental health days are important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I tell her, um, that was one thing that, like, wifey, wifey has, had a problem with at one point. Like, she didn't want to take off of work for nothing. I told her, like, yo, you need a mental health day. Like, your job is going to have to understand. Like, she's a she's a caregiver for, I mean, for lack of being able to, like, explain exactly what she does. She works with children with, uh, like, developly disabled children. Right, so her job takes a lot out of her. So a mental health day is a huge thing. You know what I mean? Like mental, you can't do that job without love.
0: Uh, taking some mental health time is why I only worked half the day on Friday. Like I worked one and a half days this week, bro.
2: Yeah. Mainly
0: because of, like Friday I went in and then the, the headache I went the headache was still there, but it was barely there. And then I was in there and um like my whole site, like we, we moved, like our home room got moved. Yeah. And so like I had help moving like the entire site to the new room, but setting it up. It's been all me. Yeah. And it's a licensed childcare site, so the room has to be the centers have to be a certain size. They got to be in a certain area. You know what I'm saying? So I've been having to think that through and set all of that up. But anyway, I'm doing I'm doing that, and I'm like in there sliding stuff around and moving stuff around. The headache come back, and I'm working I'm working in two different departments over the summer because in the morning I'm doing the admin stuff for childcare, but then in the afternoon I'm doing summer camp. So I'm I'm like reporting to two people. And so I had, to, I had to call. Uh, had to call my uh the summer camp director. Who was like, hey, yo, I'm not gonna make it in. And I and I was about to say I, I felt bad because I did feel bad a little bit, but then I stopped feeling bad because I told her I was like, I mean, she knew why I've been out all week because of the headaches. But I told her I was like, hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it in. Like I'm at work right now, like working in the dark because I can barely open my eyes. Like this headache came back. She was like, okay, I definitely understand. But then hit me with the which I didn't know how to feel, but I guess I get it. She hit me with the I definitely understand. But if anything changes, do come in because we don't have anyone to cover for you.
1: Well, she's supposed to do that.
0: Yeah, but I'm like she's a man. Yeah, yeah. Her her first responsibility is to the people that's gonna be at work. I never do that though. If one of my staff, if one of the, if, if one of the staff at my job hit me, and they tell me that they're not feeling well they can't make it in. They just can't feel, they're just not feeling well and they can't make it in.
1: I, I feel you. That's just one of them things they gotta throw in there. I feel it. They gotta throw in there. Like, when I, when I was a site supervisor, somebody would call out. I mean, I this is how I've always looked at and this is why I don't understand why people be getting hella mad like, at jobs about like, number one, this ain't your company or no shit like that and I've called out, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, So, I can't control that. You're missing, right? Right. But I would always say, like, okay, I totally understand. But I wouldn't say if anything changes, I would always say, can you come in for a half day? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd always give them that option. One, because I want to see how motherfucking sick you allegedly is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, And two, just so they know, like, yo, unless you're really sick, we need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need you. We ain't really uh do these ratios to be down to no one or two people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> which, I mean, I guess they do because the site supervisor is out of ratio. So, I guess it's supposed to be, if need be, you could come in there. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. I I mean,
0: but anyway, that <laughs> was a long-winded way of saying my week was, uh it was it was decent. A little rough, but it was still decent, I guess. Uh, one of those days, well, Wednesday... Uh, I let Baron stay home with me mainly because I just didn't feel like getting him dressed and packing them, that taking him to school and all that. was down. Right. So he just stayed home with me, which was a great idea. I was like, I could either really regret this or this day is, you know what I'm saying, or this is going to be a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. We had a really nice day. But then Thursday, dropping him off, he wasn't too fond of that. You know, he he probably, in his head, was like, oh, it's the weekend. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Saturday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't go to school yesterday. Why am I going to school Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah, but that was cool. Uh, Oh, Oh, Thursday. Thursday, uh, Devin Watson and uh, Malcolm Thomas, two former San Diego State players, they made their debut at the Switch Program at Miramar College. This was the last week, huh? Thursday, just a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't get it that one well. time. Man.
0: Malcolm, Malcolm played well. He came. He showed up late to his game. I'm sure he was busy or something. Yeah. Um, they both played well um, though. I Me and DeAndre went out last night.
2: Okay, what y'all
0: do? What y'all was, do? We went to, uh, to Bluefoot. It was cool. It was light. Not many people in there, which was fine. I, mean, yeah. I wasn't tripping at all. But yeah, that was it. And now we here. And now we here potting on uh, on Saturday.
1: Well, I mean, isn't that like? Isn't it different? Like how you want to go out? Like. Now that we're a little bit older, like you used to walk into the spot and it was if it wasn't absolutely packed, you was like, man, this shit whack. Like, you know what I'm saying? You like, come on, bro. Come on, man. But like now you walk in, if it ain't exactly like heavy in there, that's a relief. When I walk into a place and I'm like, it's damn near standing room only. You can take that first part out. Um and it's like damn near standing room only. I, I damn near don't wanna be there. Now, if we done paid and got a section, that's cool. But that's the steez now. I want to pay and get a section because when I want to sit down, guess what, fam? I want to sit down. I don't want to have to go post up or be, you know what I mean? Like, them days of me being on dance floor the whole motherfucking time, that shit's over. That shit's
2: over.
1: That shit's over. That shit's over. I, I enjoy a place that's, um, I like lounges a lot more now. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. I like lounging a lot more now. You know what I mean? A little bit of hookah, maybe.
0: <laughs> so chill and see. I'm I'm down for a section if it's a group of us going out and we and I you know what I'm saying and it's a it's a nice size group and we gonna have fun like usually how yeah. we do when we go out with Jesse's family. Yeah. If we're gonna do it like that, that's how I want to do it. But otherwise, I'm I'm trying to be up moving Shit. the whole time I'm in the spot Shit. unless I know we going out and we are finna be kicking it. We go be shooting pool and it's more of a low key thing. But you, you know how I give it up, man. If I'm in there and I don't pay my money, I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna have fun, but I'm saying I have fun differently. I don't gotta be up.
1: I like shake, shake. I like dancing too, shaking a tail feather. But I like that. I like that rest and relaxation, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I like even when I'm in the spot, I might sit down, have a drink, chill, wet my whistle, and then get back out there and break them off. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? Break them off. Break
0: them off. Watch out, Shit. scam likely. <laughs> you wanna dive into that? Speaking of scam yeah. likely, bro, I just happen to be keep it funky. I'm sitting on the commode with my phone, right? Ad comes <laughs> that's, up. I mean, that's everybody. Ad comes up. And I don't know what pulled me in, but I'm like, let me check out this little ad real quick. And it's a full-on, like... And it, it was one of the ones where you could skip it if you want to. Not one of the ones that yeah. you got to watch. I could have skipped it, but I'm like, let me watch it. Yeah. Turns out it was pretty dope. I might download the app. It's called Robo Killer. It's an app that, like, pretty much intercepts and blocks any calls. And it started off with, like... You know how like those numbers that like they get through because they look like a familiar number, it looked like somebody that could actually be calling you. Yeah. That was it. it like it blocks all of that. It, it like jumps in the way, and then it does even something to where like it has like recorded voices, either people, actual people on the other end, or recorded voices that like mess with who's ever calling. You. Like they'll just say like, oh, there's there's seven there's seven stones in the water. Like, what? What are you talking about? There's eight toads on the porch right now. It's like like you know what I'm saying, just like little stuff in there to like to mess with the little hackers or something. It's a full on like, It's a full on like system of people. It's a it's a full on system of people that are like in a room on the computers all day, like intercepting and like making sure like yeah. that that people's like phones are getting you know, detected or left the alone.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Thought it was dope, Robo Killer. That's. That's a great app, and look, this is a good time to talk about the good and the bad of tech, because like now, I'm reading because what's the what's the shit that everybody been making themselves old with? Face app. Face app. I'm glad. Right.
0: I, I'm glad we talked talking about
1: that. Face app. Okay, fam. I never did it. I never downloaded it. Me and me look, we were. I was at. Me and wifey were over her aunt and uncle's house. Um, the brother-in-law, his family, the kids is there. Um, her little sister's in town from college. Like, we're all getting together at the house, just ch- kicking it, eating, having a good time. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're having fun with the Face app, whatever. And I'm reading up about it, and um, the security protocols on that joint, like the little message that we all hit accept every single time and don't think about it. I guess in that fine print, they've they've wrote in there that the app has permission to go into your Google search. It has to go into like. Know to your internet history, to go into your Google account, all of that stuff. Like me for me, because I'm a I'm a techie person. I like to have everything synced, linked to my phone and all of that stuff to easy access, you know what I'm saying? The convenience. I'm reading all this shit now. I'm reading all this shit. You must you clowns are not gonna get me to just be signing away my life now like i'm not always on the whole everything that like the filters with all of that shit and all that but everybody you got to read this shit now man
0: and bro think about it they taught and i know we were always taught not even just by our parents like you in in school like your teachers like you learn like hey don't sign nothing without thoroughly reading it over but I mean, they got us in the habit of like we do it every day.
1: Every time every your day. app update,
0: every, day. every, every day. time
1: an app updates, up. just a boom. You don't, you, you don't even what, think about it, it. It says what's new, and it's got all the bullet points. Nobody, if you're if you're listening to this, think about the last time you actually read some of that shit. Think about the last time you read four of those bullet points, because you probably read the top ones. Bugs fixed. And then you don't read nothing else. You just read. I read
0: what's new until it gets to something that was already there. Then I'm like, oh, y'all trying to reword something that y'all already yeah. had on here?" I do read what's new, but I definitely don't read the fine fine print. Yeah, and that's something you, you're de- you're definitely supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? This is like except I mean, you have my look, permission. Permission look, to I just, what?
1: I want to make I want to make me and all my friends look old. I'll sign over my life. Essentially. Or I'll sign off on all. It was like one of the things was like banking information and all of that stuff. Like they're gathering our data on dumb shit and selling it. We are all being sold. We're all being sold for what? To look old. That's what. That's what the price was. So you and your friends gonna have a laugh to look old. And I'm not condemning nobody for that. I'm saying you gotta read that shit and decide for yourself if that's something you're willing to do. The
0: first one I think I saw was either Will Smith. Or Kevin Hart, and whichever one it was, I was like, "Oh, we finna see this everywhere." Sure enough, I and I didn't even know it was like a thing. Yeah, I didn't know it was like a challenge or a thing that people yeah. were doing. But as soon as I saw, I don't know who I saw first, but it was one of them. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is finna be everywhere. Yeah. Everybody finna be doing this." It won't look old. We all in the gym trying to stay looking young, but want pictures of us looking old. Ain't that crazy? And it's funny. I was telling Keish, I was like, I kind of want to see what my picture gonna look like. I was like, but. I'm not doing it for two reasons. Number one, I'm just being a rebel. And then number two, I've always <laughs> thought it would like even the Snapchat filters I always thought yeah. that was weird. I mean, look, man. They can they watching us right now.
2: Like, yeah. If you guys forward facing camera
0: on your laptop, on your phone, they looking at you, bro. They yeah, that's listening to you. They they got that's you. But that 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 is just like that, that I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like it, I don't know. That one's a little bit a little bit oh, more. speaking
1: weird of to me. looking old and trying to stay young, um, because I've been like semi dedicated to the gym.
0: Okay.
1: Semi dedicated to the gym, and I have seen some improvements. Like I've trimmed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the cameras can show but I have trimmed down a little bit. As um, ten pounds. Um.
2: Damn.
1: Um. But I've been, but I have been semi. So this week, this coming week, when well, I'm not getting back from Vegas till like Tuesday. So starting Tuesday, I, let me go Wednesday because that's gonna be the day I get back. I ain't doing shit that day. I, I promise you that. I'm doing the um. Five mile challenge. Five mile. I got to get five miles a week. I got to run five miles a week. Run or jog. What time you got to be to work? Five miles a week. Um, I got to be to work at like 7.30 in the morning. Oh, what time do wifey leave? Wifey leave like... We leave like at 7. We carpool one of our coworkers. They drop me off and keep moving.
0: Oh, that's easy to do then. You can get that in. <laughs> if oh, you really want That's to. what I'm saying. I got a
1: gym membership. That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: Oh, you'll run a... Like you would do it hooping because I know you don't like the uh, treadmill.
1: Not, treadmill. I gotta keep track. I feel it. I'm a, I gotta do it.
0: That's what I'm saying. Why don't you just go, go to one of the schools and hit the track. That's what me and Keisha used to do. We used to run a mile every morning. Hit Hidden Valley. Well, okay, on the so, track.
1: so this is my plan. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna work myself up to full workouts. Okay. Because like, I think that's my thing with staying committed. I go in there and I bust my ass mm-hmm. like three days, and then my body's totally hurting. And the fourth day, I'm like, I get myself there, and I do a little workout, and then from that point on, like, I, I could be in there, like, two weeks. After that two weeks, my, my workouts start telling me, they get shorter and shorter before I go hoop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now I'm going to force myself. I'm going to do smaller workouts, run a mile, and then if I'm still feeling up to it, I'll go hoop. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even going to take my ball in the gym. I'm going to leave it in the car, so I got to I gotta really want to get on the court. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I got to I gotta drop this away. We're going on vacation for Bree's birthday uh, next year. And me and wifey want to go to Italy next year. And that's supposed to kick off us traveling at least one place a year. Whether we go to a resort somewhere, whether we go like Italy or Africa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, like I told her, when we went to Jamaica, I tried to tighten it up a little bit. Because I'm not trying to be no fat ass American when I'm overseas.
0: Getting okay. my
1: international along.
0: Speaking of fitness, I think I did something to my knee, man. The one I had surgery out there playing mm. kickball. Just running. Just running around out there without my yeah. knee sleep, bro. Everything that, like, if I if my knee is, like, bent a certain, like, degree and I got to, like, put weight on it, it just hurts. Yeah. It just hurts. And I could go, and, and see, that's the, that's the thing that's always messed me up my whole little little athletic career growing up. If I could find a way to play with with limited pain, You'll do. then I would play. Yeah. And I'm saying that to say, like, I could go and run and go and hoop if I throw on my knee sleeve. If I, like, warm my knee up, throw my sleeve on and go play, yeah. I on a scale of 1 to 10, the pain would be, like, a 3. Yeah. But then after I'm done – it's going to be like an eight. Like, see. And I was totally the opposite. Well, it on the sport. In
1: basketball, I try to play through everything. In football, is like, not nah, fam. Can't practice. I, I don't. I think I only missed one game in football. But I missed a bunch of practices. I oh, got a stinging coach. Oh, coach, a little tight. Hand me a little tight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was not about to get out there and be getting hit while my body was already not feeling its greatest for no reason. Like, we not getting paid for this shit. Like, none of that. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. That, and and that's just a part of it. And like I was um I was actually I just saw I saw Dora yesterday, um, and you know he dealing with an injury. And I was just telling him because he, he was a real life. Man. Yeah, cause he was like he was like man, I want to get back from this because I still feel like I got time. Like I still feel like I got time to hoop and shit. He was like, man, I'm 28. Like, come on, fam. If I if I I gotta get started before I'm 30. So then I can play till I'm like 34 at least. Get some brat. Get some racks off of this. Yada yada yada. And, like, he was talking, and he was like, yo, man, like, you don't feel like you can still play? I was like, I do, man. Just, like, what it would take for me to physically get ramped up like that again, plus what I'd have to put on hold to pursue that. My time has came and went, fam. Test not
0: play with they hoop time, man.
1: Man, my time has came and went, fam. Like, he was like, for real? You think so? I was like, hell yeah, nigga. I'm a coach, fam. (laughs) I coach. That's how you know my shit is a wrap. Dundee. I'm coaching, bro." Was the last when the last time? When's the last time a nigga went from coaching to y'all back out here? He back in the Jersey.
2: Where me and to <laughs>
0: have to have a conversation.
1: That's all I'm
0: say. We have
1: to have a conversation. That's my, my guy. I spent. Oh, um, that's my guy. I spent like I spent damn near a whole day with him yesterday. That was one
0: of my best. Just, sit, friends, no just sitting
1: up with him, man. Like he laid up, bro. He didn't. He didn't have little men, So you know, he had a little bit more freedom. So we kicked. We kicked it hard. Like we got some. Got some food. Kicked it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Chill with the uh, with the
0: homie upstairs. you know what I mean. Nah, I was saying I was getting old. Doors old. Door been old. Speaking of old, bro, I seen a video on IGTV. We got more stuff to talk about about uh, Instagram. Um, I seen a video on IGTV. A 90-year-old man got a speeding ticket. Going two miles over the speed limit, bro. I mean, bro. bro. Who gives a 90-year-old man a speeding ticket? Who gives anybody a ticket for going two miles over speed I That not even I mean. that there. That's a, like, fam. You got to be really mad at life. What kind of day you have? A real stickler. Like, you got to just be upset about something. And, and I want to know the city that's winning. Because I know
1: out here in Esco. It was Boston. They ain't necessarily stopping people for speed. It was they stopping certain people for speed. Yeah, that's a fact. 'Cause they, they looking for they looking for papers, they looking for you know what I mean immigration Bro, status and all that. The story gets better, so check this out.
0: This man was so like old, I mean still able bodied if he's still driving. Yeah. This man is was so like I was gonna say I know a ninety two year old woman that just stopped, ninety three year old woman that just stopped. You know, when driving. you when you're in court, you're at the podium and it's a microphone and then the judge has a microphone as well. Yeah. So, like the whole place is, you can hear the judge.
2: Yeah.
0: The bailiff had to stand next to the man and tell him what the judge was. he couldn't even hear the judge. He's tell like I don't hear very well, I can't me like Bailiff had to stand there like pretty much like a translator, like this is what he just said. And that the judge, case, an older man himself, he had to be like maybe fifties or sixties. So intrigued by this man. He was like ninety years old, like, where were you going? He was like, I was taking my eighty seven year old wife to the hospital, actually. like eighty seven years old. He's like, How long you been married? Oh, he had to think about his wife's age. He was like eighty seven. Yeah, like, think for a second. And he was like, all right, if I'm 90, you can tell us what it was. Yeah, if I'm 90, she's three fam, years younger than me. At that age, Check this out. fuck all that. You don't have to think about it. Exactly. How long have you been married, sir? He was like, oh, no, that's a tough one. Uh, uh 62 years, I think. That's 62. beautiful. Bro, amazing. That's crazy. The judge was like, how many kids you got? Like, he just had to, yeah, know, yeah, just had to know about them. Yeah. He's like, I got what through. the hell are you doing so out here, my kid. guy? Yeah. he decided to mess with him, And the dude, like, the old man was, like, laughing the the time. He's, like, almost like he didn't even believe. He's like, I don't drive fast. Like, I don't drive very fast. Like, <laughs> yeah. like come on, bro. The judge was like, you know what we're going to do? He's like, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to put you on probation. So then the bailiff had to sentence like, hey, they're going to put you on probation. He just looked at him and started laughing. It was like, uh, okay, the judge, of course the judge is kidding. The judge is like, uh, we're going to put you on probation for 20 years." Dude goes 20 years? Yeah, I'll make that. <laughs> <laughs> See, man. Just,
1: that the judge was just like, of course, we play like, bro. We yeah. throwing
0: this case out. We throwing yeah. this out. Like, bro, Who gives a 90 year old man a okay, speeding ticket? No,
1: I will say this. If he can't hear the judge in a place where he's talking to a microphone and you're supposed be to driving. be able to hear him, police officer that issued that ticket, you are a dick. But the judge. I'd be like, hey, bro, you're having certain limitations, bro. I'm going to have to take that license from you. Even though I think this is some BS, I can't, with a good conscience, just allow you to get back on this road. Somebody honking at you, is it guaranteed that you're going to hear that?
0: Now, now. You know what I'm saying? Def people do drive now.
1: I'm not saying that. I'm saying with his age and combined, like, everything is going. You know what I'm saying? If the hearing's going, I'm not saying that he can't see. I'm saying it might be harder to see. Or do you have the energy? Like, hello? okay, I'll put a perfect example. My wife's grandmother is ninety-two years old, ninety-three, I believe, actually. She just recently stopped driving, not because she can't drive. You know what I mean? Not because she's not a good driver, not a competent driver. Because the drive that she has to make mm-hmm. is it's a crazy. hike. Mm-hmm. It's a mountain road. It's you know what I'm saying. She's by herself. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you got to think about that. Like at one point, she was hanging out. Down here, and had to take the mountain road back, and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a nap in my car before I go. Mm -hmm. Make sure I got the energy to make the drive." Wow. So at that point, you got to start thinking, right? Do we even want them on the road? What's too long of a drive?
0: So at at what age are you too old to be behind the wheel?
1: I think I think I don't think it's a matter of age. I I think it's I think it's a matter of decline. Where Where are you at? You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're a super able body. Like like I said, she just she just stopped driving and she was ninety two, but she just got to the point to where she probably shouldn't be driving. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if she had to if she lived in the city and going to the store and back and all of that, none of that would be a problem. If she wasn't driving a mountain road, you know what I'm saying? I think it's the biggest issue. Like she driving up to the reds. That's forty five minutes
2: mm-hmm.
1: on just the mountain part of the drive. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's a lot. And that's asking a lot of her. You know what I'm saying? Which she looking at it like, Oh, I mean, just drive all the time. But at what point does the drive and all that start wearing on you and I don't want you to be out here on this road by yourself when it's when it's gotten too much. You know what I'm saying? Which I mean, that that <laughs> that's crazy that the homeboy like I mean, I think the judge is dope. I mean it does sound like he got no it don't sound like you know what I mean, he didn't hit him as hard as he could. Like, he kind of understand homeboy was taking his wife to the hospital and, and all of this other stuff at two miles an hour. And that's another thing. If he's taking his wife to the hospital and the police pull him over, would you stop and give him a ticket while you trying to get his wife to the hospital? That's exactly. Come on, man. These police, bro. And let me not, let me not shit on all of them because I've met mad good cops, like, good people doing the job right. But you ones that be messing up, y'all be fucking it up for all the police, that's man. A fact. Y'all be messing up for all the police, cause I don't got the luxury to be waiting for one of y'all to be the good one. <laughs> and some of y'all that think y'all good, y'all ain't good. I just y'all ain't good if you watching another cop do bad.
0: I just can't believe they gave an the OG a ticket like that. Yeah, I mean, huh? <laughs> From one OG to another. Did you watch that video clip I sent you or the screenshot I sent you? Uh, uh the, the 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 OG having a slap up a boy in the bathroom. No, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch Bro. it. So it's a youngin, a youngin uh, at the sink, at the sink in the. It's bathroom. a public bathroom. Yeah. Okay. He got his phone like up on the sink, right? And he about <laughs> to he, like, he he in the video like yeah we about to make a little in there by himself. Yeah. Yeah, about to make a little video. Yeah. Da 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 da. Older man comes in, right? <laughs> and he's the bathroom. And the dude's like, "Excuse me, young man, I gotta use the bathroom." He's like, nah, watch out, man. I'm making a video. He's like, I don't care nothing about your video. Like, watch out. I got to. I'm trying to get to the sink or whatever. Right? He might have had actually, not thinking about it. He might have just got done using the bathroom. He's trying, trying to, to get, get to, to the, the sink. sink, yeah. Yeah. And so the dude, the dude is like, watch out, man. It's my video. And I, I can't really tell, like, how physical he got. Yeah. But OG slapped the fire out this <laughs> thing, bro. Slapped him so hard. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Don't you fuck with me. <laughs> I gotta show it to you now. Yeah, I gotta see it now. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I gotta see oh, it now. Man. Let hey,
2: me see hey, it. you
1: know what, man? That's always uh, that's always funny when the OG gotta uh <laughs> say what you want. He told him to say what you want. <laughs> it's always funny when the OG when the OG gotta handle business cause the young is getting a little bit too out of hand. Uh-huh. Cause you know how the OGs do it. They tired, they ain't about they ain't trying to do that shit no more. It ain't that big a deal, you know what I'm saying? And the young is he he knew. He hot shit. He puffing out his chest, and it's always funny when the OG got to deflate a youngin. Man, it's always funny.
2: Yeah, I'm Excuse me, young man. I'm, I'm trying to wash my hands at one of these sinks. I'm, I'm doing a video, man. sir. I'm doing a video. I don't give a goddamn what you you know. you're doing. You I can't have both. I ain't doing nothing. You know. better move, move your ass out right. the way. way. What's wrong with this baby? I slapped the shit out of oh, your ass. You better back up, young you man. This ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. You want better back the fuck up out my face. Yes. Don't play with me. I'm sign you a goddamn toy. Don't play with me. You better. Find you a toy. <laughs> <I'm telling> you. <laughs> you see the soap and water fly off the hand? I don't, can, I don't
0: know, man. That
1: kind of looks staged. Uh, yeah, especially it, the that way that kind of looks staged. How he walked up and was grabbing his face yeah, and grabbed I, his face. I, I thought that too. at yeah, the end of looks like, like Oh, oh no, because oh, no. he just talking to homeboy Greasy too. He like, oh yeah. As soon as he turned around, like, oh. <laughs> I don't know, yo, but it don't matter. It don't they matter. Say what you want. He said, don't you don't play with me. (laughs) by the goddamn (laughs) joy. Yo, that's always, yo, that's always so fun, man. No question. Look, there's a thing called um, younger generation. There's a thing called respect. Respect for your elders. Practice that, man. Practice that. One, they got wisdom for your ass. And two, they'll slap you up. And that's a fact especially those of you who are like extra young like you in high school you ain't got your like you ain't got your man body yet you ain't got your man muscles yet you don't want that problem you don't want that problem they've been living with their man muscles for a while now and they will lay your young ass down like I've never been a big dude but I got my like man strength a little early and I just like I just wasn't playing you know it wasn't like I was putting my hands on people but when I need to like Restrain or get somebody up off me? No problem. Cause I got my little man strength a little early. You don't want that. You don't want that. Like, <laughs> like we used to put the muscles, uh, we used to put the muscles on core now. <laughs> on core before he got his bad body. <laughs> it's like, yo, you 6'5, how you get moved around by me, man? Like, it's different. It's different That's when you I'm... got that man strength, bro. And they from a different era. That's true. They're from a different era. Like, you're going to be going back and forth. Like, he was still in the camera, like, trying to look all fresh, like, rubbing his waves and all that. The homeboy just looking at him like, hey, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got a way shorter fuse. Like, you over there trying to be cute for this camera. You need to be to worried that. about this motherfucking here I'm a world
0: star, <laughs> Me, I'm a world star,
1: you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Stop playing with me. get a motherfucking toy. <laughs>
1: Yo, yo, that's my line. That's my line. Oh, Don't man. play with me. You better get a goddamn toy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my new slogan, bro. Don't play with me. Get a toy. You
0: know what I? You know what I I'm heard? Like, hey, that's
1: gonna be the caption on my next Instagram post. Don't play with me. Get a toy.
0: <laughs> you know what I heard, and it made no sense to me. You know, I watch a lot of interviews when uh when when Fredro Starr. Was on the Breakfast Club and him and Charlemagne went at Fam. it. He told Charlemagne, "Don't." He told Charlemagne, "Don't play with me. Go play in the garbage." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I don't give a fuck where you go play. <laughs> don't play with me though. <laughs> it's something over there
1: you can play with for sure. Don't nobody want none of that." <laughs>
0: oh man. Oh man.
1: Yo, yo! Shout out to the OGs, man. Shout out to the OGs putting youngsters in their place out here everywhere because they need it. Because they need it.
0: Speaking of shouting out the OGs, <clears throat> the rap OG, Jay-Z. Ovi. You see the hair criticism? I didn't see the hair. His hair. Just how his hair is now. He got the fro still, right? Yeah. You know, he got like they... They're critiquing afros now? You can't blow it up, but it's like... Okay, yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. his hair. Yeah. Right? He do
1: look He look a little crazy in that picture.
0: That's just his face. Is that just...
1: the one they're critiquing?
0: They, they're not talking about how handsome he is, bro. They're talking about just his hair.
1: No, no, no. But um, that's what I'm saying. The hair looked a little crazy. Like, it looked like, well, yeah, ta- like it
0: was pushed ta- back. Like, it was like ain't about standing it up. It looked like, like it's it was like back. that on the red carpet. For okay. uh, for the release of the Lion King, right? Okay. And I had seen this, this. I gotta this, go see that. This first tweet, I had seen this days ago. This girl tweeted, Jay-Z is an example that no matter how rich, how old, I'm sorry, no matter how rich, how old, your man can up and decide to grow dreads at any point in your relationship. That's scary. (laughs) Highly offensive, bro. Nah. That nah. I don't think that's highly offensive. Bro, it is because if if no man can say no especially no black man, no man can say that about a black woman. You can't say, oh, the any woman that decides to dread her hair is an example that at any point. Like nah, bro, you can't do that. You can't do that. I think she's saying that tongue in cheek. Maybe
1: I think she's saying that tongue in cheek. Like, look, Beyonce can't get away from this. Bro, Who's I'm to say she loved dreads? All I'm saying <laughs> is
0: that if there was a black woman out here that all of a sudden was rocking dreads, really? and a black man got on Twitter and said that about him, about her. Dragging this nigga, he would get
1: dragged. I agree, bro. but I think I would be sitting there saying the same thing. Like, I think he meant that tongue in cheek. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think that was meant as a joke, cause she's like, no matter how rich, how, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, look at their status, you know? What I mean? It's kind of, it's kind of a thing about like, like you know how chicks be like, oh, like I don't like this certain hairstyle, and they man don't have that. She, maybe Beyonce was that chick that was like, I don't like niggas with dreads, and she met Jay Z, he ain't had no dreads. well think about no dreads. Now, he, now it looked like he might be growing some shit out. Now he's like, yo, look at me, she can't even get away from it. That's why I
0: say tongue and cheek, but no, I agree with you, I agree with you. You're like This other guy said Every, Everybody, think, you you better be careful on Instagram This other guy said I think Jay-Z needs to cut his hair This is a tweet I think Jay-Z needs to cut his hair Because it looks unkept My wife says I have a bias against This is a black man that's saying this by the way yeah. My wife says I have a bias against black hair And I have no business commenting On the physical appearance of a billionaire Because he doesn't need my, my styling tips Somebody retweeted and was like Your wife should be the head of the household Who says <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not? Some, uh, yeah that's true somebody uh somebody retweeted and said calling natural black hair unkept is anti It's you've been successfully brainwashed into thinking that natural hair texture growing out of your hair isn't the standard of beauty or enough
1: you know you know what's funny along those lines like um and i agree with that no i i agree full heartily with that and i was actually gonna say like this has come up recently with like uh Me and like whenever me and Wifey like joke about having a kid or anything like that, I talk about like, oh, what would our kid look like? What would their hair look like? You know, and and all of that other stuff. Like, and I mean, she doesn't, although never like really meeting me was her introduction into black culture. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: She's like, but she's Native American, and how she keeps her hair and other stuff growing up in a in a predominantly white community. She was the one that people was like, "What's? Oh, is your hair like that? Like, oh my God, can I touch it?" She was the, she was the, oh my God, can I touch your hair? Person, you know what I'm saying? So, um, like, we don't have like, she. All I'm saying is like, I'm saying that to get at like. You have to be taught certain things, whether it be from at home or media or whatever. How stuff is portrayed to think that something is like, you know what I'm saying? Like she's she would always she would ask me questions about my hair, but she wasn't like saying like, oh, you need to brush your hair, you need to do this or whatever it is, because she was just like truly like, I don't know.
2: It's
1: supposed to look like that. It's supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like. Hold on. Alright, go
2: ahead
0: trying to produce out here <laughs> yeah, no, no, I feel it I feel it I like it I
1: like it you know what I mean it's just like yo get off Jay Z dick <laughs> do that I'm gonna help y'all out he doesn't give a fuck what y'all think about his hair just like I don't give a fuck what you think about my hair keep your stupid ass comments to yourself homeboy This said it looks unkept just keep it to
0: yourself and if you can see this nigga and how he looks <laughs> it's like how kept is your hair I feel it like, it would
1: have been different if it was just like, yo, I hate his hair. Just hate his hair. Mm -hmm. You talking about how it's kept, like, I'm going to help you out, bro. There's not too many billionaires that got unkept anything. Like, their dishes is washed, their clothes is clean and folded, and their hair is done how they want it. You don't have to like it, but it's done. I promise you that. He makes a lot of money on his
0: appearance. I'm just, I'm just bothered that another black person yeah. is yeah. saying that about black hair. That bothers which is, me, bro. Which is That's really, upsetting. which is
1: a bigger, which is a bigger problem because yes. I mean, there's many, there's many of people that come from our culture. And Who knows how that man was raised? Who knows what his household looked like? He might have been adopted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, or whatever. But like we're talking about, we're talking about social media and all this other stuff, like how stuff is portrayed. He's like homegirl said, you've obviously been brainwashed. Into thinking that natural hair is unkept hair.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, which is sad in a different in a different topic altogether. You know what I mean? Like, come on, fam. There's there's some stuff. I, I do this every time, like, every time I tweet. Every time I tweet or I post something on Instagram, and um I think about I think about how I want <clears throat> it to come off and I think about how it could come off. And then I post. You know what I'm saying, and um, I actually was listening to a coaching clinic, and they were talking about like players on social media and all this stuff, and like how colleges, like before they even send out a letter to recruit a player, they'll look at their social media.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just like, and he and he said he always tells athletes when he talks to, them, to athletes and coaches, think about what, like, think about your intent, and then think about how that, what you're saying or what you're posting could be taken. Mm-hmm. He's like because if you're a 21 year old kid. And you're out at a bar, and you're out having a, having having a drink. But you're a scholarship athlete. You might just be saying, "Look at us out here having a good time," and you're holding a bottle. That is zero tolerance in the NCAA, bro. No NCAA athlete is supposed to be posting liquor and all of that. There's you could be dropped for that. Lose your scholarship. A,
0: there's a reason why. When you go and look at all the top recruits, when you go and look at their Instagram, that's why yep. it looks a certain way, bro. That's yep. why it's all just dope pictures and videos of them doing the sport. Yeah. Or a couple of pictures of them with their arms around their friends and a prom picture. Yeah. There's or, a reason for Or, that, bro.
1: or them with their mom. <laughs> you know what I'm or saying? Or their hoop shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a reason for that. Yeah, no, You exactly. think that's all they exactly. do? They want, all they're these niggas off. is
0: out here doing all of the stuff that everybody else mm. does. Not all of them. Some of them are really focused. Mm. But a, a bunch of these kids, and I don't know, I've never seen anybody And that's anybody not even doing, being unfocused. They're saying. doing
1: other stuff, like, but They're kids. That. They're kids. yes. yes. yes.
0: They're yes. gonna be kids, yes. but they also understand, you know what, I'm trying to get to a certain place. My whole presentation needs to be a certain way.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh that's and I think a it's good.
1: dope that kids are understanding yeah. that more and more actually. That's a good segue into um one of the topics you had because it spurs something. I don't know exactly what you're talking about with Steph Home Down Aisha. Mm mm-hmm. mm. Like you wanna explain that? Cause but it but it does lead me to somewhere else. Yeah, so you know she she's been doing a cooking thing like she yeah, a cooking yeah. show and all Ooh, that. Oh, she was out here looking like a snack this past week, the little she, pink she out. She's been fine. I, I I know she been fine, but she was like after the whole red table talk thing shit. like I posted a picture of her, I was like, Ooh, looking like a
0: snack, yeah. Hey, hey Aisha Aisha, <laughs> she's been looking good. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Aisha been um, cute. But she but she she just opened a restaurant. Uh-huh. And she did the uh. Well, she did one of these dances. I think the name there or something. She did mm-hmm. one of these dances, and you you know the curries are corny. Like, yeah, of You know course. what I'm saying? Like he could hoop, but he I think they do, do that shit on purpose too. I think that's part of their branding. I I think <laughs> I, I just I just feel like that, I man. think that's who they naturally are, and people saw them was like, oh, that's dope. That they're just like they're just themselves, and they leaned into it. So they yeah. they they put a little bit on it. Yeah, that's I do, what I mean. They okay. leaning into it. Okay, but I do yeah. Okay, I do think it's naturally them. But anyway. Somebody was like somebody in the family, not like a random yeah. person, but like recorded her like dancing or something, yeah. and she posted, and everybody was like on her killer dance moves. 10. Yeah. and so Steph Curry was doing a selfie in the car with her doing a selfie video. He was like, "I guess it's a slow news week, huh?" He was like, "But uh, he's like, you guys go ahead, say something along, I'm paraphrasing, but something along the lines that you guys can go ahead and upload a video of yourselves dancing when you open your own restaurant. Until then, we just go keep." Dancing away. <laughs> I, kept dancing. I was like, hey, that's what you're yeah. supposed to do right there. Yeah. I just thought it was dope. Hey, I thought it was
1: dope. Which which leads me to like we were, ta- we were talking about like your social media the face that you're putting, the outward face that you're putting out for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I mess with, because regardless of regardless of what's going on with the Currys, their outward face is always correct. It's always together. It's I'm always... Never forget
0: this question. If your wife does something whack or corny are you gonna say that it's whack or corny or are you just gonna ride like Steph did
1: I'm gonna tell her it's corny but I'm gonna hold her down for sure I'm gonna hold her down me too I'm gonna hold her down because like what I was saying your outward face Mm -hmm. And me and and, uh, wifey always talk about this I won't even use the courage I'll I'll use us regardless of what's going on with us our outward face is our union is united Mm -hmm. we are together and it's not being fake it's not being none of that number one none of this shit what's going on behind the scenes is your fucking business and two if we're out here fighting that gives more people like pops used to tell us more of a license to step to one of us mm-hmm. so when you see when you see mr and mrs stefan wrong we're gonna be smiling we're gonna be noticeably in love and all of that out here and we might have a little bit of beef at the crib but you're never gonna know because it it's not your damn business if you step to my wife outside it's not because you've seen me talking to her crazy or doing nothing and if somebody steps to me, it ain't go because they see my wife giving me the business out on these streets out here. You know what I'm saying? Like the face that you put out, like, there's reality and then there's reality and then there's everybody's interpretation. Right. Like how we're talking about the athletes. Everything they want all the recruits and everybody that looks at their page and think all they do is eat, sleep, basketball, football, whatever their sport, dancing, whatever the chosen thing is. They want everybody to think this is all that I do. This is all that I'm trying to do. All of my time goes to this. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing with your relationship, man. I want you to think that... I want you to feel like everything is cool and stepping to her is an affront to me, bro. Because it is. Because it is. And none of it is going to be tolerated. But you got to put that face on. And you don't got to be all hard and tough saying anybody talk to my girls, whatever. You can do what Steph did. Oh, the whole the whole social media world's getting on my girl? Guess what? You gotta get on me too. And guess what? We don't care. We don't care.
0: My wife just opened a restaurant, fam. I'ma We're celebrating
1: how we celebrate. I'm
0: gonna hold it down the same way, but I'm also telling her like, hey babe, we gotta work on your moves though. No no no, that's a fact. <laughs> and, and that's a fact. And Steph
1: can't tell her to work on her mood because his is bad too. Yeah, he but
2: help.
1: but we we both got our bad moves over here. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna shoot at one of us if, if you're not shoot at both of us. Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> you see people was killing stuff because he was at the celebrity golf event, missing the dunks on the on, on the court out there. they had? Nah, I fam. Didn't see that. Look, they had it was like one of them hoops that you like. You put the water or the sand in. Oh, okay, and they okay. just literally just had out there for him to like get off a dunk. He missed like three of them things in a row, but they had him on a little hill. He's in golf shoes and slacks, fam. Like I was holding him down. I was on Twitter like, fam. I don't care what y'all say. I'm giving Steph all the excuses, dog. I was like, I've seen homeboy do a windmill. Like, I I just went down the feed. Every time somebody puts on putting another, putting another excuse. I've seen him do a toilet bowl 360. Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he missed balanced. those three, and that's what I'm saying. Like, come on, fam. But just like, I I, I just think that's dope because, because what's going on with them is none of our business. But what we do see of them, they are a loving and together family, which... Yes, it helps them in business, but it's also just good practice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you're teaching, you're teaching your kids like we don't air out our dirty laundry. Whatever's going on at home is not everybody else's business.
2: From from, from... you know what I'm
0: saying.
1: Like, and you should be learning that from the earliest of ages.
0: From Steph Curry to his coach, he said airing out, airing out stuff. <laughs> Why is Swaggy P out here talking about Steve Kerr rolling blunt, bro?
1: Because Swaggy P ain't got no sense, and because. Because, because
0: he 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 must know he's done in the NBA. there.
1: No, he knows he's done in the league. He knows he's done. Gil told him that. Gil, the reuns let him know that. But the biggest thing is too, like, you're snitching, bro. And this is another thing. And this is like, I could get on my sports shit all day. But different coaches do different shit to be really good coaches. Phil Jackson knew exactly what he wanted to get out of his players. X's and O's, he gave them books because he wanted them in certain mindsets and all of that other stuff, right? He was a real, like, the Zen master, all of that. He was really good at that. Other coaches like Greg Popovich, more more stern with his, mm-hmm. but great X's and O's, and he gets the right kind of people. He could coach the right kind of guys, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr, how does he do it? Relatability. Relatability. Swaggy P's fucking with his ability to be a good coach, because... Okay. Let's say, let's say when Swaggy P was there, Steve Kerr said he had back injuries and he tried marijuana products. He didn't say what they was, whether it was CBD or whatever it was. But he said he tried marijuana products when he was having the serious issues with his back. Right? So who's to say during that time when Swaggy P was on the team, he did it in confidence, maybe roll a blunt. I see. Just to be relatable to Swaggy P. I see. And now you going out here airing him out.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Number one, you snitching. Right. You know what I'm saying? Number two, you're affecting this man's ability to do his job after they put you on and got you a ring. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for what, man? For a couple laughs? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, Swaggy P ain't right for that, dude. He ain't right for that, bro. He, he's not right for that. That's, that's foul, bro. That's, 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 that's tripping. Like, me as a coach, I use, I, I like to think that the the age of the athlete that I'm working with, the high school age athlete, like, that I relate to them really well and it helps me be a better coach. Mm -hmm. I know my X's and O's, dog, like, I'm not tripping on the X's and O's. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like I know everything, but that ain't the hard part of the job. The hard part about the job of coaching is getting people to do what you want them to do and do it inspired. So they go hard, so they'll run, quote unquote, through a wall for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, We've heard stories about Steve Kerr doing, doing it during uh, through storytelling, through stories of him and Mike and the Bulls and all of that, whether it be with KD or whoever, you know what I'm saying, through being relatable. He could sit down with Draymond Green from a totally different world and get him to calm down enough to be a really good player. He could take Kevin Durant who we know is a little bit sensitive, and go, it's cool, bro, massage his back up because he could relate to that nigga. He got Steph Curry over here, who his forward facing face to all of us, is the Christian man, yada, yada, yada. He could have that dude and Swaggy P on the same roster with Draymond Green and Igu and all these other cats and make it work because he's relatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Steve Curry, what if they investigate Steve Curry and he get hit and he missed the games for that? That's what you wanted to get out of that Swaggy P? I bet it's not what you wanted to get, but you can't help but run your mouth. And, okay, I'll ask you this do you believe it? You believe he wrote the best blunts?
0: No. <laughs> why cause I think Fizz did a better, you, know? <laughs> you think Fizz smoke tree. I think, think Fizz I don't think he does but I think he did and I think he got a nice I, I seen I like seen
1: Steven Jackson uh, Steven Jackson was talking about this topic on a first things first on ESPN and Marcellus Wiley he asked him he was like does Steve Kerr roll the best blunts in the NBA he said nah I smoked my whole career <laughs> he said I'm one of the best oh and, and, Steve, and, uh, and Steven Jackson also said this he said bro I play with he's all I play with um no he didn't say he played with Steve Kerr was yeah no no they both played in San Antonio at the same time mm-hmm. yeah I think he was saying he was like bro like Steve Kerr was always a cool cat like and if I was a teammate of his and everybody know what I did I smoked my whole career he was like I never seen him smoke roll nothing none of that not even close to none of it. so he's like if I didn't if I didn't see that as a player he damn sure ain't showing people as a coach even if he do smoke right. He's like, so, he's like, I don't believe Swaggy P and, like, and just snitching ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? He's snitching ain't cool. You putting this man in hot water for what? And maybe they don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you could, you didn't know that. You got more eyeballs on
2: him. just Yeah, like you, and Swaggy,
1: on. he don't know that people don't care about that. He just saying some shit. Right.
0: He just saying some shit because he can. You know what I mean? Like, that's dirty, bro. That's dirty. I see that we got it on here. We didn't have to talk about Simone uh, Manuel. I just oh, saying, you were just, just sending me that, saying, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and I forgot all about that sent that That's me because I was telling her the conversation we had. Yeah. And I remember her winning because it was like, oh, the Simones are killing it in the Olympics. I do remember her winning. I just for whatever reason couldn't think of it when we were arguing about that. Me and Steph had a nice lengthy argument about uh, black swimmers. Yeah. And, and why there aren't many. And, and Steph was saying. Because like we're held back, which is true, and like we're we're boxed out. And then I was saying, along with that, and probably more of it is that we just don't want to swim. Like we could we could go and dominate any sport that we want to do, which we've proven. But we we want to do the sports that we can show off in. That's my opinion. And like I said, we we's in here yelling at each other at like 1 a.m. Barry back there trying to sleep. Darius over there trying to sleep. It was like 1 a.m. We ain't hear yelling, so we ain't even got to get into it now. So just to get some context to, to why I brought that up.
1: But shout out to Simone. Hold it down. Sure. holding it down for, for us folks in that pool. I know she lonely out there, boy. Because it's only her and her family. People of color at that pool. For real. You <laughs> gotta, gotta get to know yourself. Yeah, Your <laughs> I'm unique personality. It's, and you know what, man? Like, that's another thing about some of these sports, bro. Like, always the sports I enjoy was with people. Basketball is my favorite sport. Soccer is probably my second favorite sport, and football right behind that. Just to watch. But to, to, to play, I never like I was I was better at track than I was at everything. But you know why what I just couldn't get the love for track? Because that's some shit that's lonely, bro. The only reason they have a track team is because they're not going to have an event for you to go race one lap and go home. And go home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's only a team so we can do all this shit right here, right now, and then all y'all can leave at the same time and we can get it done. That is a lonely-ass sport. Them sports where you you in the pool, it's you. It's you. You want a swim team, but they ain't helping you with that 100-meter backstroke. You know what I'm saying? Like You ain't dapping nobody up after a good pass or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what I'm going to adopt as a coach? I'm trying to get 100 high fives of practice. Wow. 100 high fives, whether you make a good pass, whether somebody does good in the drill. When somebody's coming off, they got to dap up everybody as they go to the end of the line and all of that stuff because I was reading this thing. I was reading this thing, and it was saying, like, the teams that are the most together – or the teams that do like the coach kind of like it, it plays a trick it plays a trick on your mind really when you're doing that like it takes away the feeling like I could be mad at you but if we both in practice and this is required I can't be but so mad at you you know what I'm saying I'm not going to walk past you and I know that's the, I know I know that's part of it I disagree and it wasn't saying that they won't have beef it's saying that and you're it, not going to have anything like and it depends on what the beef is about it's what, what it was saying, it's hard to linger and it's hard to stay noticeably mad to where it affects the court. To where it affects their play and where it affects them being a, like, a, a good teammate. It's harder to do that when you know you got to be vocal. Like, I'm going to make disagree. it a requirement. We're going through layup all- lines. When you come through, you got to be like, oh, good shot. When you make a good pass to somebody, when somebody gives you a good pass and you score, you
0: got to point at them and say, hey, good pass. Why are you running back? I think all it requires is, is to be team oriented. I cannot like you. Not care for you, not mess with you at all, but I want I care more about team success than I do this beef that we have, and I can high five you and especially if that's what we do. everybody slaps fives to everybody at the end of the line if it's a good pass, you tell them a good pass, if it's a nice shot, you tell them a nice shot. If that's the team culture, and that's what we do, I can do that, and at the same time not really care for you and especially if like if i'm if I don't care for you and I don't want to mess with you, it means you violated in some way. And I just don't want to mess with you no more. And so I can, I can, I don't know if compartmentalize is the right word, but I can be your teammate and be a great teammate, but at the same time, not like you and not care for you.
1: No, you absolutely can. And this was just talking about the, this was just talking about the atmosphere around your team, around your practices and all of that. Because like I function with people that I don't get along with on pra- and practice and all, and, and games and all that. And during all of that stuff, it wouldn't matter. But in between drills, it affects. And what this article was saying that it affects the other people that can see that you have a problem with them. Now you now it's making them pick. But if they see you and they know y'all got a problem but you're dapping them up whether you like them or not, it's changing
0: the feel, the environment of the practice. which I think, which I agree I just, with I, I agree with that. I mean, you're a coach, I guess your your opinion is a little better than mine, I guess, but I think that's that's making things a little black and white. Like I feel like it's, it's not 100%. It's just saying for
1: for for the atmosphere of the practice. Mm -hmm. like i've been in practice and i'll just use an example like of my past season i had two girls that for a certain amount of time like at the beginning of the season were not getting along with each other they were both starters on my team they was both super important to what we did as a team and they weren't vibing they didn't do nothing they didn't say nothing during practice but we all knew something was going on Mm -hmm. and it made the other girls on the team feel like they had to pick one or the other because they don't want to be, like, I'm more cool with her than I am with her, and I don't want her to be mad at me, you know what I'm saying, type of thing, like, it, it, like even, even me, like, when I had a problem with David when we was playing together, you know what I'm saying, like, his boys on the team felt like they had to hold him down, and my boys on the team felt like they had to hold me down, but it, I think it would have been totally different if the requirement was everybody talks to everybody, which you should be doing in basketball, but just... Voicing it and making it a thing matters, and it puts certain thing in your head. It plays like a little, psych- psychological game with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, okay, I'm not fucking with them. I don't really give a damn about this person. I'll hit them with the high five. That eases some of the tension. Maybe, maybe just the what we can see. You know what I mean? Like, you, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't gonna change how you feel about homeboy or homegirl. But just like what we see, everybody else, how they go about their day, mm-hmm. could be normal because. We gotta dap up. We gotta do whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't see the uh, father catch his daughter having sex. Yes, he gives her the belt. Yeah. So okay, the video. This was going viral. This was going viral this week. I did not see this. Um, on, on. Um, I saw it on Twitter. Okay, but um, when I clicked the link to it on Twitter, it sent me to an Instagram page. So it probably got popped in on Instagram first. Um, the video picks up and and dab- just dad just walked in the room he got the belt in his hand and his daughter looked like she can't be no older than like 13 or 14 so he picks up the video picks up he's standing there and she's sitting down at she's sitting in front of her bed she's sitting on the floor in front of her bed okay no dudes not in there or nothing so either either homeboy right
2: she out. just
1: either she he just got up. done having sex or he found out she was having sex right Mm-mm. so he's holding the belt and, she, and he's like his words do you want to be a hoe you like dick huh just starts giving her to work with the belt she's all over the room he's wha, just swinging it old school old school style whack 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 hitting her tearing her up she's screaming like somebody's killing her bro and then he hits her and she's on one side of the room he grabs her Literally, it looked like she's Superman. Threw her to the other side of the room, and he's standing over. He's like, you still want to be a
0: hoe? Oh, you still trying to fuck, huh? You still trying to fuck? And she's like, no. Sound like a black dad.
1: Yeah, yeah, American. yeah. They're, they're yeah. African-American. Yeah. And um, and then he's like, you know what? Take your ass to sleep. She's like, get in the bed, and he walked out. My que- I don't got kids. My question. You come home bearing in there doing this thing. Little lady with him. How you reacting? He thirteen.
0: Oh, I'm going hard.
1: Cause I thought pops did too much. I think there's a way you could whoop her. I'm not mad at that. I'm, you know, what I'm saying our parents are old school. We got whoop. I'm not mad at you whooping her. I'm mad at how you whooped her. And for me, I think as important as like you whooping her because he you're doing that. Cause
0: he just lost it.
1: Yeah, he did. He did, and it, it felt like that. It mm-hmm. felt like that. Mm-hmm. Cause she's all over the room. Like he's not even necessarily hitting her on her butt. Or like her legs or something. He's just swinging the belt, fam. He's just swinging the belt. Right? And just like, there, there's a difference between, there, there's
0: a. To answer your question though, man, I'm busting in there. Everybody get your clothes, put your damn clothes on. Tell us go. This, this is what you do? Your mama know you in here doing this? Get your ass out of my house. Hurry up. And I'm like, oh man. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I think I would for sure put hands-on parent. Yeah. For a few reasons. Because it's like, bro, you're, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. For, number one. Number two, house. you bold enough to try to get that off in yeah. here. Like, you're going to disrespect my house? Yeah. Oh, man. And then it's like, on a few different... Okay. For a few different reasons on the back end. For, for a few different reasons on the end, I guess I could say. If I know this is his girlfriend... My son ain't even supposed to have a girlfriend at thirteen. Actually, no. Nah. You can have a girlfriend at thirteen. A boy. That's oh, a double that. standard. My my. Can Come have on, a, man. Can have a girls a can have a boyfriend, have 13. A boyfriend at thirteen. I don't know about that. Um, but say if this is like if I know this girl is his girlfriend, then it's a different conversation. But mm-hmm. if I don't know this chick and it's just like you just yeah, you know what I'm saying. Either way, no. The first two, I'm going hard for those first two reasons I mentioned. Yeah. But then at the end of the conversation, it's gonna be a little different. Depending on if this girl, if this is like his girlfriend, or if this is like somebody, some girl that he just, he, he just in his freak bag, and he just brought somebody to yeah, the house. He, he look good, he trying to put the moves on. Yeah, for you. And so this leads me to another question. Keisha asked me this. I don't know where if she's seen it online or whatever, but she asked, "You catch your kid having sex at the age you lost your virginity? Does your kid get in trouble?"
1: You know what's funny? I don't, like I said, I don't got kids. That was tough for me to answer, but I, bro. But I think it depends. I think it depends. I think it depends on the maturity of the kid. I'm not I'm not condoning them having said, like, I lost my virginity. while I was while older than what most people do. Like, I was like 18, 19 mm-hmm. when I lost my virginity. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if my kid is that age, I'm going to feel like I did a pretty damn good job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But let's say, let's use 13, for instance. Let's say you a parent and you lost your, your virginity at 13, and now you kids having sex for the first time at the same age that you lost your shit. You know what I mean? I think it depends on the maturity of the kid. I think if they just doing it, I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm saying the conversation. Okay. If they doing it because they think they should <clears> be doing <throat> it, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll put it like this. How me and you were was totally different. Mm-hmm. You probably gotten your freak back more than I did. Because, been I'm, not, I'm not saying, I mean, I you will use you you, you with the ladies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I wasn't because I was more like, I'm trying to get a long-term girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. If your kids having sex and you know they that kind of kid, you got to have a certain talk with them. Like, you got to make sure that if you're you giving something away, you just gave something away that you can never get back. You can have kids doing this. But if your kid's just out here and you feel like they just doing it because they, they got the feeling, boy, them hormones is kicking. They got to you got to stick his thing somewhere. I get that off. Yeah, you know what I mean? He need that release. Now I think the conversation is a little bit different. Like for this situation, in any situation, I think that I think that, that dad with the daughter he caught having sex, I think he went way too far because I think messaging is important. There's a way to show anger. There's a
0: tone to use and all of that. Do you want her to hear you or do you want her just to be terrified? Do you want her to remember any of this? That's exactly what it was. He wanted her to any time she think about she go the next time she think about having sex, Think about all of this pain and how petrified you were.
1: No, and that's what that's that, what he
0: that's what he was going for. No, that's what he wanted. And that, no, and, and and
1: I know that, but I'm saying even in your even in your anger, your rage, whatever you want to call it, you still want to get across a certain message, right? Like he was trying to. I know. I mean, but old. I'm saying I'm saying even if all of that, he don't want just the fear and all of this to be his message. And I think that you lose that when you when you go that hard and. And now the the whole message turns into fear, and you better not. And you do all this when mm-hmm. you could have had, you could have gave them all of that. You could have made them feel bad. You could have whooped them. You could have did all of that. And like what pops used to do with us, whoop us and then talk to us, bro.
0: I can't. And the talk was damn near worse. I can't even. I can't even. I'm not gonna say he. I mean, he I you feel bro. like I would never put my hands on my daughter if I had one. He'll. But I can't, bro. T- bro. There's been times, it didn't make me angry. They threw her across the room. That's that O.D. It didn't make me angry because these weren't my kids, but bro, I, I've i been working with kids for a long time. Yeah. And it's been little girls that I that I know that have either lost their virginity and I found out, or they just came and flat out told me, like, hey, Mr. Mike and told me to, to get down and broke down and started crying yeah. and all that. And that was disappointing. Like, this ain't my kid. This ain't my daughter. So I could only yeah. imagine if it was my actual daughter how i feel you know what i'm saying but to answer the question i asked about if i caught baron having sex at the age i lost my virginity would he get in trouble Keish was like i mean you kind of almost got to give him a pass right and i was like see no. your son that sounds it's a definite double standard but your son depending on the age because i mean I, I lost my virginity up when i was 16. yeah right so if i catch baron having sex when he's 16 Again, the first two reasons, you're in my house, da-da-da-da, that, you know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, it's, I feel like I would be extremely upset. I'd Mm -hmm. be really mad. But I feel like, because of Pops, shout out to Pops, I feel like I'm pretty good at like taking a beat and thinking things through and kind of putting myself in the other person's situation and thinking about how I was at that time when I was in that mind frame and all that, so... I was in that bag. Yeah, I really it'd be tough. Because I and, and I think you kinda you kinda judge things and kinda base things on kind of your your experiences. Yeah. Because if you if you was if you was out here doing the chicks if you lost your virginity at sixteen, you was out here doing a dirty, and then you know what I'm saying, then it's you gonna be thinking that maybe your son is moving the way you was moving. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But and I'm saying not to say like I was doing what I was doing, but I never, like, I wasn't lying to nobody. I wasn't cheating on nobody. I wasn't, I wasn't tricking nobody into getting nothing out of them. You know what I'm saying? I was always a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? So not, not saying that makes it okay. Like if that was probably too too young to be having sex, but I was never like a dog and I I was a nice guy. So I feel like I'd be, I feel like I'd be looking at Baron the same way. So that would, I feel like I would factor all of that in, into the potential punishment and definitely into the conversation.
1: From good beatings to making beats. <laughs> um, did you see? Did you see? Um, what Meek Mill did?
0: Um, oh, is that who that was? Yeah, I did. Yeah,
1: I it did. was his beat maker. Um, his Instagram name is Trizzy Track. And he had a he had a viral he had a viral video. I've been go, seeing the video. Yeah, and I heard about where he was Meek making the beat. I didn't make the connection. Yeah, Meek Mill Meek Mill saw this and then invited him to the studio. So what? I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little bit of this beat because the beat go hard. Yeah, this Instagram video is like two minutes long. Like, he really gets off. He cut the beat out of everything. I followed him, man. Like, he's a hard beat maker. Saw him and then invite him to the studio. I just wanted to highlight that because I thought the video was so dope, man.
0: man. That's super dope. Yeah. That's the longest I watched the video. I watched it and I think I seen it. I was either like just getting yeah. in or just getting out of the car, so I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, he's going crazy. I'm,
1: I mean, it ain't like I rapper saying sing or do none of that. Um, but yo, that bit I followed him because I was like, yo, I want to see him get off. Cause the yo, the video's hard.
2: The video's hard.
0: hard. Just jump back in, we back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're back uh only got a few more things to talk about what you wanna uh, we gotta we gotta talk about this the the instagram algorithm and um, there's a, a one other like little small thing I want to talk about um the instagram i'm just they're talking about taking all
1: taking the metrics off like only the user can see like their likes um like how many people are liking things pretty much they're just trying to take away like people's ability to monetize i guess instagram. They want people to go for ads and all of that. They don't want them to use like um, that. They, they don't want people. They want companies coming to Instagram for ads, not going to influencers and saying, "Hey, post on your page," oh, because cool. they could see how many ads and stuff like that. They're just trying to take away the user's ability to monetize. That's cool. Um I mean, and if and if you notice, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you got a damn Instagram. If you've noticed, you have way more um, sponsored links on your feed. That's part of the algorithm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's way more sponsored ads, so it looks like more people are buying sponsored ads. So you're more inclined to buy sponsored ads. And taking away the numbers, at least the likes, people being able to see it, like the user will still be able to see it. But taking away the user, like now people can't go, oh look, they have a following. Oh, they're gonna,
0: they're gonna, they're gonna get these commercials to <laughs> And
1: and people gonna find a way around that. Yeah. I personally think. I think the users are just going to screenshot how many followers they got and do it. Which brings up a point like, you're looking at how many people like or something and not like actual interactions. Like, uh, I was listening to this, might have been an old Joe Button podcast, but Rory was talking about, he was like, well, I always look at when I look at people's pages, is I look at their comments. He's like, if let's say he's all, let's say you got a, a million followers, right? And when you post, you get 700 likes. And no comments. As opposed to that, take another person that has a million followers and they get, let's let's say they get the same amount of likes, but they have the same amount of comments. I mean, mm-hmm. the same amount of comments to their likes. People are engaged on that page and they give a shit about your page. They're not just double tapping something and moving on. Mm-hmm. They're going to comment. Like, you're getting interact, true interaction on your stuff, which... You know what I'm saying? People will be looking at that. Like, um, I don't know if they'll be taking away like the comment numbers, like you being able to see the comment numbers because it'll tell you like oh three thousand or whatever right. comments. I don't know if they're taking that away, but it, uh, what I was reading was talking about them taking away the like you're scrolling through people's stuff, you won't be able to see how many people liked a specific image. So they're trying they're trying to they're trying to hit people where it hurts, man,
0: in the monetizing game. You know what's funny? I just thought about right now. People not being able to see how many likes something got. I'm pretty sure there's people that like that like something just because they've seen that hella other people have liked it. Hell or yeah, that one of their friends has liked it. Hell which yeah, it's kind of weird. And
1: that's how people like and that's how people like get it. their traction. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Um, I don't like stuff just because I like it. I do. I do like. I like some stuff for that reason, but I also like. I like every single one of your pictures on your Michael Flicks page mm-hmm. because I don't know how you're monetizing that, but I know that. All of these likes and whatnot is going to help you. It can't hurt you. I was about to say that. You, you know what I'm saying. I do that with only people that
0: I know personally.
2: If you, yeah, yeah, no, but
1: that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it, but it stops me. It's not yeah. literally just up. I like. Not saying that I dislike any of your pictures. Like let's let's say like I'm looking at a specific trainer's page, like a basketball trainer's page. I might not like what they're talking about, but I'm going to support everybody who's out here doing this coaching grind, who's out here doing this training grind, because I know how hard that is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're trying to monetize that, g- get your money, fam. Get your money, fam. Like. I will never pass up anything on Gabe's page and not
0: like it because I know yeah, how because I, I know how hard that kid's working.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying. I was more looking at it like like I follow the Lakers, but if they if they post something I don't care about, I'm not gonna like it just because I'm. A yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. You know I don't. I mean, saying? Lakers.
1: You know what I mean? Like, and, and and that stuff. I'm the same exact way. But that's why I, that's why I said like people that I know. You know what I mean? People that are out here grinding, like, and and I don't really. I, don't, I mean, like trainers and people that are doing specific fields. I don't follow nobody that I don't think is doing it. That I don't think is doing it right or that's good. And at I was about it.
0: to say, and me neither. But not but. With that, if I don't like it, I just won't. And if I don't know you personally and I don't actually like the post or the picture, I'm not gonna like it because I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. <laughs> I don't. That's real. Hey, I was thinking,
1: cause I mean we're pretty close to wrapping up. I was thinking like, maybe for like, maybe for like 25, we could get like. Rod and Blaze and, and and them out here for the pod. I've been thinking about that. Like I, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that because I mean, I think Rod would be super interesting. I think Rod and Blaze would be super interesting to have on the pod, and both
0: be really good to have on the pod. Yeah, both are both funny, both opinionated. Yeah, two full mm-hmm. cards, well, funny, opinionated. So I think it'd be dope. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm a, I'm a I'm a LinkedIn. I was going to hit the homies about the other one, but but then K got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and, I figured. and I was like, man, I don't want to ask everybody because I, I I know he. I mean,
0: you know, what I mean, his, his arms is wrapped. Up. Have you seen him? Yeah, I've seen. him. oh no, okay, we no, yeah, 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 you seen. Him. And yeah, I just, he's wrapped I up for real. I don't have. I don't know if you've asked him before. I don't see the podcast as something that he'd be want be thrilled to do. Uh, I, I
1: don't. No, nah, I'm with you. I don't think so. I don't think he'd be. I don't think he'd be inclined to do it. But I think if all the homies was doing, and him, I, and I might, say he that, might, uh, he might be down.
0: I say that because when I when I was doing the podcast uh Did it close up? No. A few years ago. Uh uh My Hood Fatherhood. Okay, you had me tripping for a second. When I was doing My Hood Fatherhood. I hit him up about coming and doing the podcast with me just to talk fatherhood and he wanted like a whole the whole break the whole breakdown of every question and everything we was gonna be doing and everything. So I was like, dang, okay, well, there it is there. Um, matter fact, of fact, yeah, now I got one more thing. The last thing I want to talk about, and it's funny, I was thinking this just on the drive down here, quick little 25, 30-minute drive here. <laughs> I don't think I have a unique personality. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think I have, like, a unique personality. Like, because like I was thinking about, what was I listening to? I was thinking about how, like, somebody would be like, That's just how someone can say, whether it sounds good or bad, how someone can be like, I was thinking about how someone could be like, you know, that's just Steph being Steph. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or that's just Kevin being Kevin. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, I don't think anybody, like, does or could or would. Be like, oh, that's just Mike being Mike. Yeah. I I, I think I'm just, like, the typical, I guess it sounds kind of braggy, I guess, but I think I'm just, like, the typical nice guy. Like, I'm nice... I try to be as polite as possible, you know what I mean. I, I try to you know you know show you know I try to be extra polite to women, hold the door, pull the chair, and, and all of that stuff. When I'm addressing older people, I'm just, yes, yes sir, yeah. no sir, no ma'am, yes ma'am type of thing. I think I'm just a typical nice guy. I don't think I'm like unique in any way. I think not in any way. Like my personality, like your overall personality, nobody would be right. Like, Yo, I think okay. I'm, I'm like I. I think I. You see my uniqueness when I start to do things because I've heard like hella like not hella friends but a few friends and like several people like this nigga Mike can do everything like i definitely don't yeah. think i could do everything but i can do a lot of things i was telling jesse that when uh i was talking to one of the homies when he was like he called he said i'm a, uh he was just talking out the side of his neck same dude that y'all know i told the whole story about we beefing but he was he, he said to me uh he was like uh you're a talker i'm a doer and i was telling jesse I was like, now he can't really believe that this is getting to my point about like my uniqueness being shown like when I'm doing things.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I was like, he can't think that. And I was telling Jesse, I was like, bro, he know how I get down, like I haven't mastered anything. And I'm that honestly when I when I sit and think about all the different things that I've done, it kinda of frustrates me that I haven't really mastered any of the things that I've kind of put my hands on. I think the thing that of all the things that I've kind of done and I've kinda of like put my talents to, mm-hmm. is probably the drums. I'm probably the best at playing the drums of all the things mm-hmm. that I can do. Pretty good at backflips, but I can only literally I can do one backflip. Yeah. I can't like do a twist with it no more. I I never really could do a front flip. Yeah. Pretty good at the drums. Like, I got I'm good on the drums. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't mastered anything, but I can do a lot of things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I can I can show you how unique I so am. So I've when been I start doing, doing shit, right? Yeah. Like I've been <laughs> doing stuff, but I don't think like when I'm in a room, I don't like the whole room doesn't know I'm there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, okay, I f- I feel you in that case. I feel I know I feel you in that sense. I feel you in that sense because um, I've been told I've been told by people like when you when you're in a room, people know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not necessary that you say anything. It's how you interact with people. Is is like how you speak. You know what I mean. Like people have told me that like, oh, you're you're felt in a room. You know what I mean. No I definitely I mean.
0: try to dictate the energy of any room that I walk yeah. into. You know what I'm saying. I try to walk in and speak to, especially if it's like a social setting and it's the thing where you're trying to, oh, it's going to keep bugging. And it's the thing where you want to keep networking, where you want to network and stuff like that. I definitely, like when I go to the pop-up shop, I go in there, I walk in with my camera out so I look like I'm there about, it's going to keep doing that. So I look like I'm there about business. I go and set my backpack down. If I see something I can take a quick picture of, I take that picture. But other than that, I go set my backpack down. And these are all all the people that there selling their service or selling their clothes or whatever. Yeah. I've met them I pretty much know all of them by name at this point. But yeah. I go over there and I go and shake hands. If it's Never a female, I go and give the little side hug every yeah. time. I go and speak to Eric, the owner of the place, the DJ when he shows up. I go and speak to everybody. I try to yeah. just make sure I'm putting out good energy so I get good energy back. I think that's something that people like can and do notice about me. And that's something they could say about me is that I'm a I'm a genuinely nice guy and that yeah. like I'm really positive all the time, but I don't think like I have like a unique personality. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how I feel I don't. I like who I am don't get that twisted I, don't think that's I a, love me some me, I don't think that's don't, a bad thing I don't though. really know how I feel about it though <laughs>
1: I don't think that's a bad thing I think it would be it wouldn't come off like if you were trying to be that guy who's felt in a room it would come off as disingenuous and stuff like that because it's not you mm-hmm. me and Bert were talking about that that's dope that's Mike, dope yeah Mike Diaz for sure out of living his best life
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, but like I you don't want to fake nothing Nah, definitely. You want to be who you are. You know what I mean? And like, people at different times, people at different times in my life have told me, like, oh, you think you're cool, or oh, you're doing this for wada, 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 yada, yada, yada. And it's like, I'm not doing that shit for nobody else. Like, you're always trying to be cool. If you think I'm, if you're telling me that you think I'm cool, it's because you think I'm cool. No. Because I'm not trying to be cool. I'm trying to be myself, (laughs) and you think I'm cool. And no. which is fine, you know what I mean. You're allowed to think I'm cool. It's fine. You're
2: like but
0: from like behind,
1: but I'm not. But I'm not like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be the cool guy. I'll put it like that. And to be honest, like I don't. I don't think I'm cool. I think I have like a cool style, but I don't think I'm necessarily the cool guy. Like I'm not. I'm not the dude that's gonna be the suave, the cool dude. Like. I don't think I've ever been in a room and a lady's
0: been like, ooh, he cool. Like, ooh, look at him. You know what I mean? Nothing like that. that. I think I I can definitely be accused of that. Let me toot my horn a little bit. I definitely think I'm cool. I 100% think I'm cool. I think I I, I love the way I dress. I love my style. I think everything about me is cool, but I don't think it's necessarily unique. I I think I'm pretty good at putting outfits together. I try to choose shoes that I haven't really seen anybody else wear and things like that. And I don't really yeah, like I, don't, I do
1: cool shit.
2: Right, I yeah, don't try yeah. to
0: copy anybody's style. I love me. Don't get that yeah. twisted. I love who I am, but I don't. I I don't think anybody could say that I'm like unique. Yeah, and I don't like like I said, my presence doesn't like fill a room, or like you don't know the whole room doesn't yeah. know I'm there. When I'm oh,
1: uh, perfect. <laughs> I was a perfect example between like I guess our personalities, right? Like you remember, you remember um, whose party was it we went to? It was one of Alex's homegirls, and. As soon as I got, as soon as we got in there and got comfortable in the room, that's when the Rick that's when Rick Ross was going hard. I set off the fire alarm in the party. Oh yeah, like whoop, just hella loud, like in there. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't necessarily know why I did that, but I mean, this conversation makes me think. Like I'm like announcing i'm up in this motherfucker like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm up in here you know what i'm saying like we popping you know what i mean like it's the party i know i think what i said at the time is like yo the party could start i'm here mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or whatever like i was joking around but no that's like the difference i think in our personalities. i for sure
0: like to uh i like to make people feel good yeah that's what i like to do but i'm like you know I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to throw out the stuff that people could, could say about me, <laughs> but I guess that don't really necessarily make my, my personality unique.
1: Is that everything? Uh, I think that is everything. I'm pretty sure that's everything. I'm looking at the list. Looking at the list. We touched, uh, we touched Jay-Z's hair critique. <laughs> J- Yo, y'all get on jay-z for everything man y'all get on the carters for everything dog like it must be nice being. speaking that of famous. that speaking of the Carters, you excited to see lion king uh yeah actually i do i do, do want to see lion king um i haven't seen it i think it came what did it come out yesterday it came out thursday night thursday night okay so i haven't seen it yet but no me and wifey were talking about that earlier this week with somebody we plan on seeing that um you know oh this is something um, we can get to this. We can get to this more next week, but I'm gonna I'm a tease it right now. Mm-hmm. How much stuff that you don't care about that you pay attention to because we do a weekly podcast? Oh, a lot. I catch myself doing that shit all the time. That like I'm reading so many extra articles that I truly don't give a damn about, but y'all care.
0: There's y'all care about it there's so like, i gotta
1: come in here and say something about it i gotta at least sound like i know what had happened you know a, what i mean
0: a, pretty much every week there's things that i see that if i wasn't doing a podcast i would i would like read yeah. the little like because you know how they do the videos with the words at the top and bottom you yeah. gotta read the caption or watch the video to yeah. get the whole story i would see that watch like the first little 10 15 seconds of the video if it wasn't something that's grabbing me then i'm on to the next but now when i see it i'm like huh let me uh, let me look into that. And even still, there would be stuff that like I feel like I should I should get more into that. I'm just like ah, I don't really care. Hopefully, Steph cares enough about that, that. He can bring some info on that to the pod. But I'm not yeah. really gonna look into that one.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny? Uh, I I would love I would love to ask other podcasters how much they do that because like like we're not like a music podcast or a sports podcast or whatever. Like we're kind of like. We're a little unique. We don't have a specific aim, which, I mean, maybe we'll get one one day, but whatever. I like how we rocking, You know what I mean? But, um, like, so when we're coming up with content, like, we're sending each other, oh, topic, this, this, this is something I want to talk about. We go back and forth in a group text about it or whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, some stuff makes it, some stuff doesn't, but it's not like, yo, we got to talk about this, but I do see myself, I'll see something on Instagram and I'll I'll watch the video or I'll read the caption and then I'll go research it mm-hmm. because Same. I don't know how I don't know how big this is going to pop or what else is going to come across that we need to talk about or that we should talk about and all that stuff like pretty much I like I always try to keep myself updated on current events and like the sports and, and the and the people and personalities that I follow but now I'm just I'm on everything bro I'm I'm checking out everything to see what the hell is good but I I personally find it exhausting. I find it exhausting because the stuff that you don't care about, you know what I'm saying, like Mm -hmm. that wouldn't necessarily be like your highlight, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, like something that you want to bring across. But I do like for the sake of for the sake of content, for the sake of conversation, I'm like, okay, like Mike might Mike might bring this up, you know what I mean? So let me let me read a little bit of something about it. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but nah. Like I, I was, I was thinking that I was, that was probably like Wednesday. I was looking at stuff, and I was like, man, damn, I don't, I don't give a fuck about this. I was like, but we might, we might end up talking about it. And I was like, I do this shit every week. I'm <laughs> like, I'm be shit I don't give a fuck about like yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But nah, 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 I mean Potter's Pod. That's a Potter's fact. Pod. That's what it is. That's what you got to
0: do when you're a Potter. Um. Shit, that's we you gotta make sure you come up with content. <laughs> oh. Speaking of content, I need you, I I keep talking about it, but everything that I've been doing it's only come to fruition because I stopped talking and actually got up and did it. So, I need you for this show that I'm going to do called... uh, soapbox TV. Need you to figure out something that you want to do a rant about, whether it's a happy rant or an upset rant, whatever it is. But a good, uh, I want all of them to be at least a minute because I mean, they're gonna be on IGTV and I, you know, what I'm saying over. Them. Yeah. You could put shorter videos on IGTV, but what's the point if it's not at least?
2: Yeah. yeah a
0: minute no, on, it, you know it. what I'm saying? So, uh, anything over a minute long, anything you want to rant about, uh, it don't gotta be clean. It could be explicit, whatever. But uh, yeah. do that. And like I said, I'm gonna hit <laughs> up. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna hit Dion up. And a few other people that like you know what i'm saying i w- I would want to hear their rant on whatever their their passion I think I think you should just moment. post
1: that on Michael Flicks and be like, I would give them your email so your so your i g <laughs> inbox don't get crazy for
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'll give them the email, but hey, if you got something that you want to get off get this off like give them parameters and everything give them parameters like you was talk about your memory card i got to try yeah don't be talking about your girl or no shit like that but anything that you want to get off on here like get 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 off if you mad or not it just it just have them send it to your email so now you could go through them and you could sort you know what i mean cuz if it's in your ig that icon ain't going away till you watch all them shits.
0: <laughs> so so i'm working on a show it's going to be called soapbox tv it's going to be where you get to get. Oh, I see it already stopped. Dude. Don't even matter. Ain't no point in doing it now. <laughs> All right. Family Room Podcast, episode 21. Episode 21. Yes, we should play some music on it. Well, no, it ain't that part. Episode 21. I'm Mike Rome. Stefan Rome. Thanks for rocking with us. Oh, catch us at, at
1: Family Room Pod on IG. Facts. Follow. Like some stuff. Support. We appreciate all you guys that regularly support uh, Vanessa, Dion, Kels. Like, all you guys, like, you are greatly appreciated. You have no idea. You have no idea. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Yeah, we out. Let the ambiance hit
0: you with the Mew sack. Who this? Nipsey and Young thug trying to get it right when the hook start. I'll edit it. Nah, was on my grind, it was my time. I ain't think twice I made that
2: price
0: and we did this, nigga. Nah, reached out gold go back, set out. I had to sit back down and rearrange that, that list, nigga.
2: Nah, and nah, nah, nah. nah. nah, why I'm out here getting rich. You know a nigga got to talk my shit. And nah, now nah. nah, we out here getting rich. No a nigga got to talk my shit. Duh. I'll stick nice bitch up the butt. No surreal, but she left my boss. Die. i jam jet my popper down from the sky. you see that river, daddy's a liar. i am stick with clean back I gotta hide.